When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the Tighten Up Podcast on the A to Z Sports Podcast Network. I'm Jack Gentry alongside my partner, Austin Huff. You can find us both on Twitter. I'm at Jack A. Gentry. He is at Austin Huff. We are the Tighten Up Podcast. Give us a follow on Twitter, at Tighten Up Pod. Give us a follow on Instagram, at Tighten Up Podcast. And as always, we're under the A to Z Sports umbrella. So go make sure you're following A to Z Sports on every social media platform. This is so number 189, and I'm going to read this tweet verbatim as it was sent to us. I know we're beating a dead horse, but this is the John Robinson hasn't slept since he traded AJ of Sodes. Yeah, right. Because, and then the tweet continues because OMG, and he, and he phonetically wrote out O-M-E-M-G-G-E-E. He's probably headed to the Hall of Fame. And I think there's no safer bet that A.J. Brown will eventually be a Hall of Famer and he will go in. Uh, I don't even know if you go in as a certain player in the NFL like you do in baseball wearing a cap, but he would go in as a Philadelphia Eagle if he had the choice. That one comes to us via at J. Brown Get DWN. J. Brown Get Down on Twitter. Jay bro, our guy on Twitter. Hey, thank you for the title. sewed submission. We appreciate it. Um, I did a lot of thinking this past weekend about AJ Brown getting traded and for literally next to nothing, a, a, a move that sent this entire franchise into a tailspin. It was literally <laughs> like next to nothing. I mean, they did get Traylon Burks out of him, which ha- he hasn't really been much yet. Yes, that's, exactly. That's next Tra- to nothing. Traylon Burks has been next to nothing aside from a touchdown catch in Philadelphia where he got concussed. What has Traylon Burks done for this franchise? Hey, he had the biggest catch of the year this year, but he hasn't done a lot. I agree. The best ability is availability, Jack. And if you're not on the field, that to me, uh, that is, trust me, you, (laughs) okay, here we are splitting hairs. We're like, Traylon Burks (laughs) is pretty good for AJ Brown. No one's as good. Anyway, you're right. You're right. Look, the fireworks are already are already shooting off, and we're not we're only in the cold open. We've got a uh, great sode. Oh, if you want to submit a sode title, send it to us. You know how to do so at Tighten Up Pod on Twitter, at Tighten Up Podcast on Instagram. Send us your sode titles. We are running low. We need some sode titles, something uh, specific about the Titans, and we will name the sode that. Jack, we got a big one today. Our guy Zach Lyons from the F Words Pod is joining us. Uh, the Kevin Byard news broke after he did a football show for 440 Sports, which means we're getting his fresh, hot, out of the oven Kevin Byard takes. Now, by the time this podcast drops, it will be Wednesday, which is now two days old news. But it is, he does have some takes that he gets off. We are also going to talk Mike Vrabel in New England. We're going to talk the quarterback situation. We got a lot to get into with Zach. And uh, and then we'll kind of wrap up with um, 
uh, whatever Mike Keith said at the end of the interview last week uh, about Jack that was cut off because of our Zoom timer. We're going to get to that uh, as well. But before we get to all of that, let's first get a word from our friends at Relax the Back. The Relax the Back team never lets you down because they never trade away your best players. They set out every day to help people in the Nashville area work better, live better, and feel better. If you're like me and you struggle with insomnia and falling asleep and posture issues, maybe you've got low back pain or neck stiffness, Relax the Back is the place for you. They've got a variety of chairs that combat neck and back pain. For those of us who are sitting up all day at work, hunched over on our computers, typing away, they've got X chairs, zero gravity chairs, massage chairs, office chairs, you name it. They've got it in their showroom, but it doesn't stop there. They've also got the latest in sleep technology, like Technogel and Tempur-Pedic pillows and mattresses to help maximize your sleep every night. The Relax the Back team is going to make sure you're waking up and feeling great every day. And if you visit them in person at 2020 Glen Echo Road in Nashville, Tennessee, right across from the Green Hills Regal Movie Theater and next to Hillsborough High School in that little shopping center, you're going to be able to lay on all of the mattresses, sit in all the chairs, get your free massages at Relax the Back, um, but don't worry, if you don't live in Middle Tennessee, you can still check out their amazing showroom and their selection they have in store at stores.relaxtheback.com slash Nashville and start feeling better today. When you go in, make sure to tell them that A to Z Sports sent you. And with all that said, let's talk Titan. I hear the train of coming. It's rolling around the bend, and I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm sucking cold prison. What is up, Flameheads? Welcome to the Titan Up Podcast. Today is October 25th, 2023, and you know the old saying goes, if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have none. Well, we figured if you have two podcasts, you don't have none. Which is exactly why we're turning to our guy, Zach Lyons, to join us this week in a very special bi-week zone where we've got a lot to get into. Uh, Kevin Byard, more like Kevin by Byard. Am I right, folks? I just came Love up with it. that. I, mm. I wish I would have tweeted that, honestly. Um, and uh, also, uh, Mike Vrabel goes to New England, and the Titans are essentially starting um, two quarterbacks. Guys, where do we want to start? this week um personally i kind of want to go to quarterbacks because i've got a lot of opinions about that well i just want to say thank you for having me on in the worst moment of titans history <laughs> uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad that uh when when the titans do something really stupid or that makes and i don't think it's objectively stupid but i yeah. like that when you all saw that kevin byard got traded Mike Vrabel's leaving the Tennessee Titans for the New England Patriots, and they're deciding that they are going to have two quarterbacks, no running backs back there. We got to get Zach on because the worst news could have dropped. Zach comes to mind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Said, what, what's what's one person that just by looking at them will make us feel better about our lives? And we said Zach Lyons is it. Oh, well, that that's a lot better than I took it because I took it as like, you know, who can make us feel worse about ourselves? That would be Zach. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we were saying a lot of F words uh, during the uh, during this past week. That's for sure. A week where it's like you're thinking, oh, it's a bye week, stress free. I don't have to worry about the yep. Titans letting me down. Uh, I enjoyed my Sunday for the first time in probably a month. And um, 
then rolls in Monday where Kevin Byard uh, gets shipped to Philadelphia, which gave brought back all sorts of PTSD, uh, Philadelphia traumatic stress disorder for all of us. Um, <laughs> l- all right, let's start there. Let's start with Kevin Byard because that is the, that is the, it, it's painful. It was painful to see. And initially and I know, look, Jack and I were tweeting through it. Uh, you you just had to scroll our timelines to, to see our feelings towards the whole move. However, I will say this. Having slept on it a little bit and some brought some time to like calm down, I'm not in as bad of a spot over the move at all based off of Kevin Byard's performance this this season, his age, his money. You know, like I'm, I'm never one to like sell the farm and I kind of hope the Titans still don't, but if you can get a younger guy at that position, get a little bit of, get a few of your draft picks back. I don't think it's the end of the world, but I don't know, Zach, where, where were you initially when you saw the news come down? I was so annoyed when it came down because it came down right after we finished recording a football show. Me and Brady <laughs> oh and yeah. Oh, and then something. Yeah, yeah we, that's something we're prone to. The Wednesday afternoon news dump is what usually gets us. Yeah, I get we got the news dump, but it, the news dump came when me and my wife just sat down to start watching the latest episode of Loki. So I'm half in the episode, half on X, and it's a horrible time. Like when when news like this breaks, the first thing I am doing is gathering the details, looking at the salary cap you know, implications. I got my dog licking my face. I got my other dog, you know, licking themselves really loudly, trying to watch Loki, trying to do this on X. Just annoying. It's just a major inconvenience. Like I, I, I wrote about it today at Stacking the Inbox. I, I just went through this big, long thing about Kevin Byard. And I, my initial reaction that I personally had and the reaction I have now that I've slept on it is the same. It was a very good trade for both teams and the player. And like, to me, I think people just rush in and listen, people tweet through things and everything. I've just personally have tried not to do that anymore. And I'm not perfect at it, but I just rather let it marinate for about 24 hours and then make a, a objective assessment. And I think at the end of the day, you can, you can be mad at the Tennessee Titans all you want, but at the end of the day, their team may not have gotten better in 2023. And listen, it may not get better in 2024, but at least they have the ammo to try and fix it now. Yeah, and you know the fifth, the sixth, and Edmonds, and the sixth is uh, a pick that they dealt Philadelphia for Ugo Amadi, who is no longer on the team and really wasn't on the team for that long in the first place. Um, you know, I know the chart says it's it's equivalent to like what a, a late third, a mid to late third round pick. I don't really know that I agree with the chart because you know Mike Herndon put out a list of all the fifth and sixth round picks uh, the Titans have used over the, the last few years, and you know, there's like three guys in there that kind of work. Um, as opposed to a third round guy. And I know you probably couldn't get a third round guy because you didn't have any leverage. It always felt like it was probably going to be KB's last year here, especially with the pay cut stuff he's had to deal with over the last few off seasons, especially this one with Rand Carthon's first uh, off season as the Titans GM. But is this the tip of the iceberg? Do you expect them to kind of go fire sale mode? Is Derek Henry next? Danico Autry, Tier Tart? There's just a handful of guys that are probably waiting around for the next you know, a couple days or at least until Halloween's trade deadline, they're like, where am I going to be come next week? Yeah. Do you, do you think it is the tip of the iceberg? Do you think there's more trades to follow? 
I think there has to be more trades to follow because it just makes sense that it can't, it shouldn't just be Kevin Byard. Now you you tell me that they're going to trade Kevin Byard and Derek Henry. I'm going to be sad, but I'm also oh. going to be like like very maniacal about it I because even, I think I it's going to be. I I cannot wait for the reactions. Right, like I am. I I can be fine, but I just enjoy other people's misery. I guess. And uh, I just, I love seeing it unfold on Twitter, the, the mass hysteria. I mean, there, you got people already in other people's mentions, you know, I'm just trolling around on X and, you know, there's people there saying that, oh, if they did, wouldn't have paid Andre Diller, they could have afforded to have kept Kevin Byer, which those two things don't even like, they don't, they don't matter. They don't relate. It's just like people just come up with the craziest coping mechanisms in, in a time of darkness. And, um, I saw that Jerry Jones today said that they want to be buyers, but they're not going to communicate. They're not going to be the ones to reach out to teams. And I don't know why you go on the radio to say that because you're, you're <laughs> undercutting your leverage. But mm -hmm. I mean, if Titans could trade Derrick Henry to pair with Tony Pollard, that makes sense. That's made sense since the off season and, you know, trade Derrick Henry away. It's a possibility. I think Christian Fulton going to the San Francisco 49ers who need outside corner help, going to the Detroit Lions who need outside corner help. That makes sense to me in my head that he still has value being that he's on a rookie contract and and he's younger, that maybe he works in a different system. I wouldn't be so I know a lot of people are on Danico Autry and stuff. I, I could see it. I'm not gonna say it's not gonna happen, but I don't think it's as likely as what everybody else says. And uh, you know, let's throw in Harold Landry in there. Let's let's get rid of the Harold Landry. Um, he, you know, I've kind of just always been very lukewarm on him. I thought they overpaid him initially. Man, just see if you can ship him out and get that out from underneath that contract too. Right now, I think any John Robinson player is on the board, and I would say you know, almost any except for maybe your your second year John Robinson guys that were just drafted last year, but maybe Malik's on that list, but. I think pretty much anybody, you know, 2021 John Robinson and prior that's still on this team is up for grabs and they should be. You got to start over. They're old anyway. They've aged out of their contracts and their value. You got to do it. And let me say this. This got to remember, this is a new GM. These other fifth and sixth round picks that have been previously selected by other regimes doesn't matter. And I, we, we're not doing football and other efforts this week, but cause we're on, we're, we're taking an, a bye week episode uh, ourselves. Oh, wow. Hey, well, remember that. Did, remember, remember yeah. that when you're thinking of podcasts to subscribe to go. guys, uh, no weeks I'm off over to, here. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm taking, <laughs> taking him to task next time I see him about using this previous stuff. that doesn't matter. Uh, what matters is what did San Francisco do in those rounds? Because guess who was the guy that was in charge of the San Francisco day three picks Rand Carthon, he maybe not didn't get final say, but he did all the legwork, did all the 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 re, I guess you would say scouting and all that kind of stuff. It's Rand Carthon, baby. And guess who's the GM? It's Rand Carthon. So I totally understand the business side of it and why you move Bayard. You get a now you have a hundred million dollars to work with in the off season, and it's you know this rebuild can get done a whole lot quicker than I think a lot of people are realizing right now because it is doom mm -hmm. and gloom kind of around the team. Um, However, you mentioned Derrick Henry, and I I am so torn here because I understand that Derrick Henry is past his prime. I understand that Derrick Henry behind this Titans offensive line is not going to be able 
to rush for 15, uh, 1,500 yards. Now, I know if, that... if, if, Der- if Derrick Henry can't behind this offensive line, there's not a soul on no. earth that will be able to. So with all that being said, and, and you know, I understand that Rand Carthon wants to recoup some draft picks. The Titans don't have a lot. Well, they, you know, just picked up a couple, but they still could, you know, use a few more. I don't know if it's totally worth it to trade Derrick Henry because of the message that it sends and the value that you get in return. Like it's a fourth, fifth round pick really worth the message that you're sending to all of the, the free agents that you're about to, to look at and try and recruit to Tennessee that says, Hey, you know what? Derrick Henry was our entire team for the last five, six years. And we, we traded him before his 30th birthday. Like that, that would make me a little hesitant to sign with the Titans, even though I do understand the business side of it. What do you think about just the message that a Derrick Henry trade would send? Oh man. Well, I think it would be a tough pill to swallow for the guys in the locker room that you, if you trade Derrick Henry and Kevin Byron, as far as sending a message to free agents, I think the free agents that you end up signing, they only care about money. They, 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 they that's at the end of yeah, the day. Yeah. Being, being employed. About. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, like if you, if you, they can be, uh, any agent's going to tell them like they're, they basically just do what they just say. If they just says this is the best deal you're going to get. And you're getting probably paid over a lot of, you know, a lot of money. I mean, do you think like, let's see, who's a, uh, I mean, like Andre Diller got paid like 20, over $25 million of value of his contract, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're what free agents are going to see is that, the, oh, these idiots paid for Andre Diller for $25 million. I'm going <laughs> to get a lot of money from him. Uh, and I'm way better than Andre Dillard. <laughs> and at the end of the day, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, he could say whatever he want. He signed here for the money. It was the best offer he got. Everybody signs everywhere for pretty much the most money that they can get. There's very few people that do the the hometown discount or this or that, unless they're going to a Super Bowl winning team. And there is no guarantee that you're going to a Super Bowl winning team. And, you know, Tyreek Hill has to be traded out of Kansas City. He goes to Miami and he's having statistical greatness, but nothing to show for it. And I'm just, you know, it's just you got to take the money while you can get it. And that's I think that's where... I think that's where free agency is heading. I think people want to get out and retire earlier and earlier. Uh, Tyreek Hill said, I think he was going to play to like he was 31 or 33. That's coming around the corner. So they, everybody's trying to get as much money as they can because you're not guaranteed. And that's why you trade Kevin Byer because knock yeah. on wood, guy's been super durable, right? All it takes is one injury. And then he, he is, his value is tanked. Looked at Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill could easily have been moved if he hadn't gotten injured. So, at this point, you just kind of – you can't worry about that stuff. I worry more about inside the locker room than I do outside the locker room. I understand I, that. And not, I, I don't think it would be a huge deal – sorry, Austin. I don't think no. it would be a huge deal if it was just Derrick Henry, right? But the fact that it's A.J. Brown, Kevin Byard, Derrick Henry, who knows yeah. after. You know, I, I think that that is a bad look for a franchise that, you know, has been one of the more competitive franchises across the league – over the last four or five seasons. And I I don't know. I just think it's a kind of a black eye. If the Titans are to trade all of these generational talents that have come through and were cornerstones, I do understand that you have to get value, you know, when it's available and, you know, you're not going to get a lot of value for Derrick Henry at this point. I just wonder if it's, I'm trying to weigh it in my mind. I just wonder if it's worth it. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm, I'm coming from, from this whole thing is like, you know, like, look again, like the Kevin Byard thing, I understand because you're getting value for a guy who's already started to show a bit of a decline just based off of the six games he's put on tape this year. 
but I don't understand the in the motive of selling the farm, especially with guys like Kevin Byer, Derrick Henry, Jeffrey Simmons, like big name guys who it is not easy. And Jack and I talk about this on this podcast all the time. It's not easy to get a player that is in the top five at his position group. You you got that with Derrick Henry. I guess, you know, you could maybe argue if he's still there this season, but he's been there. Jeffrey Simmons, I think you could argue is top five at his position. Kevin Byard, same thing. And I feel like it is so hard to get that at one position, let alone having it at the three that they did to just up and like sell that away. And like, I, you know, I had people tweet at me like, oh, well, we, all they have to do is just draft another. They can draft a younger all pro yeah. like oh, Kevin. So easy. Yeah, that's the yeah, thing. It's, so it's like, I don't think, I don't think like people remember where this franchise was at just five years ago. Like even right when Derrick Henry was drafted, it took three years before he became Derrick Henry. Like it was, it was not a right away thing. And I just don't, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm getting older. Mortality's coming into the picture. I don't want to wait <laughs> like any longer. Like I want to, like when Rand Carthon came out and made the moves that he made in free agency. I I thoroughly enjoyed that more than I enjoyed watching this team in the draft. And maybe that's because I I'm a I'm a scorned lover with the draft as a Titans fan. But I and based off of what we've seen this season, Rand Carthon did really well in free agency. The the picks that he made have already made an impact. That's what I'm looking for. I want guys who can make an impact right now rather than the draft and I feel like I'm alone in that because I do feel like there are a lot of Titans fans that are like, just sell everyone and let's get draft picks. Well, my thought is, did you guys, is, is why? Do you guys both think that Derek Henry is going to be here next year? I mean, but let's say before the sure. trades off the table, do you think yeah. Derek Henry is going to be here next year? You I know, mean, it, my gut tells me no. Um, then my then heart tells me gut, something else. And I understand yeah. why you want to, why you want to get the value while you still can. I, I get that. Yeah. Like we watch right. the predators, and David Poyle kind of fumble over some of those deals over the last few yeah. years for, for our Preds Titans crossover fans. But I, I understand why you do it. I just, I just don't know if, what do you think his value would be like a fourth, fifth? I just don't know if that is worth the move. I, I don't know. Well, and, and I, I think I'd, I'd even at be... least two picks out of him. I think you could. You think? I mean, you saw Kevin Byard go for two picks and, and a player, which I thought was very surprising, even though they should have gone to like any other player on the Eagles roster, if they could have gotten him, But, I think that I think Derek Henry, you can get something for re, in return. I mean, I think the only person that doesn't have like a lot of value is someone like Christian Fulton. Like you may only get like a sixth round pick or a fifth round pick, but hell, Chase Claypool just got traded. His te- none of his teams have won a game since so for like the last fifteen games he's played, and he's zero and fifteen, and he's <laughs> a he's a headache, and he he just got traded again. So p- people will buy your trash. I mean, they right. they they will trade. You may only get like a six, and you have to give up a seventh with Christian Fulton, but isn't a seventh and that kind of worth oh. it for some of these players? Anything was, for Christian? Fulton. I, I I would yeah. look, and and maybe maybe I'm just maybe I'm just like uh, overly obsessed, and I've got my rose colored glasses on. But I also would not hate it if the Titans brought him back on a one year deal. Uh, you know, with a, hopefully a revamped offensive line. Uh, because I to me, he's still a weapon. He, and even yeah. if he's not getting the ball, he's a weapon. And that to the me, I think is factor. 
I think it, I think that's valuable to an offense, uh, you know, to where you can do things creatively. You can have him and Tajay Spears on the, on the field at the same time. You can yeah. do different things with him and, oh yeah, when he does carry the rock, he can still do badass things. So that, that's kind of where I'm at with the whole thing, but I feel like, I don't know. I, I just, I, 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 and I don't want to compare football to baseball because it's they're so far different. But I but I think back to last summer when or two summers ago when the Cubs sold their entire team, their their entire core. Kevin, uh, I mean, um, uh, Chris Bryant, uh, Hubbard, uh, yeah, Bobby Baez, Baez. Oh, yeah. Schwarber, yeah, literally everyone. Rizzo, they they sold everyone. On the day that they traded everyone, they had the exact same record as the Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves instead bought guys, went on to win the Super Bowl. Now, look, I know the Titans are World Series, four. but essentially, or, yeah, I mean, what would I say? What I say? Super Bowl? crazy. No, I, that's the what's that's what's weird about it. They won the Super Bowl two that year, guys. Go back and look. <laughs> that that to me is like, I it, I just like, I don't know. I and again, I I think I'm just like in this. Uh, mindset of like i want it now and i don't want to i don't want to wait anymore and i want this team to be aggressive because i do think they're still the the core is like can do something and if you can figure out the quarterback position which we'll get to here in just a little bit i mean i i feel like there's a you're you're very you're here's the thing i think we've seen enough over the last last i guess what it has been it's been 23 games. I think we've seen enough that this team can't win a Super Bowl unless it's getting getting a Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert. And maybe Will Levis is that guy, but by the time you find out that Will Levis is that guy, these guys are even older. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they just went through that big, long win, or losing streak. They just went, they're having a terrible time this year getting any of these guys that you're they're paying for. Kevin Byard, Derrick Henry, those high-priced guys, including Ryan Tannehill, uh, to show up on a consistent basis and be what they were two years ago. I think the days, unfortunately, of the 2019-2020 Titans offense is 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 wishful thinking. And and look, I don't blame anybody for hoping that. I hope that because I'm tired of watching crap football every Sunday. <laughs> so, yes, yes. I mean, I wish, I wish, but I just don't think realistically it's ever going to get there. And by the time you find a quarterback or repair your offensive line. And, you know, find the defensive pieces that you're missing, an elite edge rusher, an elite cornerback. The safety and running backs do not matter. And I know that Derrick Henry has made a, a point to try and disprove people that. And maybe they matter more to this team, but maybe there is a shift in offensive philosophy that we have to open our minds to that this team is trying, for all and everything that we've seen, is trying to be a passing offense and they just don't have the tools to do it. And I just think that like, and I'm not saying Derrick Henry for fifth and sixth. I think that would be utter terrible value. Um, I, I think that you could at least get like a, a two thirds or a third and a fourth or a second really? and a third or second and a fourth. I think you get two picks because you just saw Christian McCaffrey go like the Cowboys. Yeah. I, I bring up the Cowboys. They have a fantastic offensive line. They have the best version of what Ty J Spears could be in Tony Pollard. Dak Prescott doesn't need to throw the ball anymore because he's not been very good at it. So you put Derrick Henry back there behind that offensive line and you're getting your value. 
Now, you may not get your value for a lot of years, but if you're a team that's been so thirsty for a Super Bowl in a big media market like that, it just makes so much sense in my head. It has to be the right situation to want Derrick Henry, and I think that's one of the few right situations that Derrick Henry makes sense. So I want to ask you guys both a question. What would be an underwhelming return? You said, what, a fifth and a sixth, something like a Kevin Byard Hall would be underwhelming? Oh, my God, I would be... I'd be upset at the what's team. the bare minimum that, that sends a bad mess to me that yeah. sends a bad message so what's the bare minimum what what's what's the the least the Titans could get with you still being satisfied in the return for Derrick Henry I I would say a third and a fourth and a I'd say third and a fourth minimum but I think okay. if you did a fourth and a fifth or two fourths and a player in that I think that would be a still pretty good haul Austin, what about you? What's what's the bare I, minimum? One of my least favorite things is the is the draft pick game of like putting a price tag on a player based on draft. But that's picks where we are, you know. I, I know, and I and I get that. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to, I don't mean to, I'm not I'm not crapping on your question. I apologize. I I what I'm basically saying is I to me draft picks are such a, a coin flip that it's it, it doesn't. I to me I don't think I don't think two firsts or whatever are worth someone that has proven that they can and probably still produce at that level. So to me, I think, yeah, Eileen Zach, like I give me a player, give me another player and a, and then throw in a draft pick, I guess in there you know, too. There's a lot of players that can, can be signed and traded for that are upcoming free agents, or you could even, you know, you could flip these picks into maybe T Higgins before he officially hits free agency. You could flip them into what about Mike Evans? I mean, Mike Evans still performing. There, there are certain players and stuff like that that these could be flipped into as well. So I kind of like I look mm-hmm. at it as I know Sean Gary. To me, it's I not know. just a draft pick. It could be that draft pick could turn into a veteran player that des- your team desperately needs. All right, last and trade there's no question shortage for me. of things they need. One last trade question for me. Then we're going QB. Mike Vrabel was in New England this week. Coach yep. trades don't happen a lot, but Belichick lives in Nashville in the offseason. What are and you saying, Jack? Vrabel, let's just hear me out. And and Vrabel said some stuff in New England about how, you know, right now he's coaching for the Titans and he doesn't think they'll ever be able yeah, to get which, what, what the Patriots once had, which after you, know, you answer you, that after you ask this question, I want to get into that. That was it was it was a weird feeling uh with Vrabel's return to uh to New England, but go on. You know what? We'll play the audio from what Mike Vrabel said in New England. We held each other accountable because there was trust. There was an understanding. There was a respect um, that you could, you could say things that, were, that, that needed to be said to each other. And every day, that's what I'm trying to recreate. Wherever I coach, and now it's in Tennessee, obviously, but I'm trying to recreate what we had in that locker room. And I don't know if we'll get it, but we're going to try. Every day I'm going to try. Because nothing was more important than the team. Not your feelings, not your stats, not your paycheck, not what you'd done in the past. Nothing was more important than the football team. So with all that being said, Zach, would you entertain a Mike Vrabel trade? Absolutely. If you could get, listen, Charles Robinson of Yahoo Sports was on um, Robbie and Rex Road last week. And he, they asked him the question because, they, you know, everybody's like, oh, if you go thir- first and a third, you know, you, you know, you should trade him. He's like, first and a third? 
you could probably get two firsts. You could probably get three picks for Mike Vrabel because everybody loves Mike Vrabel across the league. They hold him in the highest regard, highest respect. Like if they, if the Chargers got rid of Brandon Staley and they said, okay, Mike Vrabel, come on over and they get offered you two firsts and some, another pick. Hell yeah. He thinks that you could get the whole, a hall better than Sean Payton for Mike Vrabel. And Sean Payton has won a Super Bowl. Like I, I would take it now. I take it with the understanding, knowing that the chances of this franchise, particularly Amy Adams drunk, finding a head coach as good as Mike Vrabel and, and it working out is, is very slim is the track record of stuff like this happening is very slim. Right. I mean, Sean Payton got traded from the saints. It didn't really work out for the saints, except for they got draft picks, but their coach sucks. Didn't really work out. It's not really working out for Denver either, but at the end of the day, it it's you're gonna have to bring in someone that's that like got some good pedigree, and that's Jim gonna Schwartz. be tough to do. Yeah, you bring in Jim Schwartz, no. who just got his ass handed to him by the Indianapolis. Colts. Yeah, that that's a Peter Principal head coach right yeah. there. He is the, he is a look. If you want to bring him back as DC, I would do that in a heartbeat. But yeah. if you want to if you want to bring him back as head coach, no, that is he is the epitome of Peter Principal, uh, yeah. Jim Schwartz. Like maybe maybe this Ben Johnson guy uh-huh. is going to be a fantastic head coach, right? The Lions' offensive coordinator. You know, I really like uh, the the now the Panthers' play caller, who was the offensive coordinator. Uh, Thomas Brown. I've liked a, a few people, but like you're gonna have to get someone in here that you are confident can can do duplicate what Mike Vrabel can do, just maybe differently. But he's gonna have to be able to keep the culture alive. That he's gonna have to be able to uh, he's gonna have to be able to produce wins. He's gonna have to be able to change this offense. So everything like that, like in my mind, is hard to do and for a first year head coach, unless you get a retread coach. And is there any retread coach that you're really wanting to bring in? Yeah. I feel the same way about the head coach thing as I do with the players. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so hesitant to, you know, unload these Titans players, because it's like, you have to appreciate like what you have and how hard it is to find what you have. And I, I do think, Look, as I, even though I have officially plugged in the Bunsen burner, I've not turned it on, but I have plugged in the Bunsen burner underneath Mike Brabel's seat. It, um, I, I do recognize that it is hard to find a coach as good as he is, yes. who knows the game as well, and who coaches just, at a high level like he does. Yeah, just real quick, Schultz, this going back to Derrick Henry, Schultz report live on Bleacher Report says he's asked around the league about the Titans. Says he wouldn't be surprised if Derrick Henry is moved. Don't, don't stop. I, but I, I, but we wouldn't be either, Austin. We wouldn't be surprised. I, mean, I, I don't want to talk about it. I, I don't want to talk about it until it happens because I will be an emotional wreck. I will be I curled will be up too. in the corner of my room, bald out. Listen, uh, Alabama fan. I and I he uh, your favorite, my favorite Alabama player of all time, besides Sean Alexander, has gotten to come to to my favorite NFL team and be my favorite Titans player. But I I just have come to I think basically interactions on X have killed my fandom somewhat. Is that I just now I just understand it's a business. Like, you know, I know. Just gotta I, do know. What you gotta I know. Do. I just look, I have a, I have my second daughter due on Thursday and we don't have a name picked out yet and I was really going to Henrietta. run it by my wife. Der- Derek Derek Henrietta, Derica Henrietta 
a huff yeah. is what we we're going for, but um, who knows? Um, all right, let's um, uh, oh, real quick, last like Mike Vrabel in New England. Did that give off bad vibes? Did you see the videos of him? Um, oh talking yeah, on, I mean, I've seen mo- mostly on Saturday night before before the Sunday day stuff. Did you see any of that? Oh yeah, I saw all of it. I mean, like all the reactions and everything, and it's ridiculous, utterly, utterly dumb. Uh, I, it just it's felt even funnier. It felt Did y'all weird. hear his it, press conference today? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, a he little just bit. Tore it, into yeah. Stillman saying, "Are you guys crazy? They have eight Super Bowls in like the last twenty years, and yeah, of course it, that, that that's the culture I'm trying to build and all this kind of stuff." He goes, he looked at Stillman. He goes, "Whatever, we're never gonna think alike, Stillman. So whatever you are thinking that I am thinking, <laughs> it's the opposite." <laughs> He he also said he also did call him like a grown up or a man or something like that. He's like, yeah, he said, think like a grown man. Think like yeah. a grown man, Jared. <laughs> the Titans can't trade Vrabel just for his press press conference interactions with Jared yes. Stillman, in my opinion. Yeah, right. Honestly, that's the one thing. Look, he could go zero and uh, fourteen the rest of the way, and I would still ask him to uh, to <laughs> just stick around just to rip Jared Stillman. You'll you'll never think like me, Jared. We're never we're nothing alike. So you'll <laughs> when. No, yeah, I'm not. I'm the dumbest person in here. I promise you. I guarantee you I'm the dumbest person in here. But we will never think alike in anything that we do. So if you ever want to think how I'm thinking, just think the, just think the opposite. <laughs> think, think, think like a dude. Think like an athlete. Think like a grown man. And, and then you'll think how I'm thinking. All right, before we get you out of here, there's a two quarterback system being put in play. Apparently if Ryan Tannehill cannot go, which he's probably not going to be able to go. What is, what are we doing? What are we doing? Will Levis and Malik Willis. Like why this feels very high school jamboree ish. You know, like, like the first game of the year, you look, we got the, we got the senior quarterback and the, and the up and coming junior quarterback duking it out. And whoever plays better is going to be our starter moving forward. Like what? This is it's week eight of the NFL season, and you're still doing this. Like, we're gonna give both of them ample playing time. Like, this feels very elementary and dumb. And I think the saying is true: if you got two quarterbacks, you don't have none. So basically, the Titans are telling everyone, "Hey, we don't have any quarterbacks." Am I wrong? That's what they want you to think. This is <laughs> it's it's lame gamesmanship, but it's gamesmanship nonetheless. He wants Arthur Smith to have to prepare for both quarterbacks while he's only preparing to play one, which puts extra effort on Arthur Smith devising defensive game plans and all that kind of stuff on that coaching step because they're two entirely different uh, quarterbacks. And, and listen, I think it's lame because, I mean, nobody's scared whether you're playing Will Levis, hampered Ryan Tannehill, or Malik Willis. It doesn't matter. It's it, But that's what it is. Um, I, I feel like we, you don't have to prepare pre- much with for Malik yeah. Willis. Honestly, you, you just pin your really ears back and, and rush. Yeah. Yeah. Rappaport said last week that uh, Will Levis took the majority of the reps with the first team um, during last week's closed practices where no way was at. And um, so like, I, I don't read too much into it. I think it's just weird coach speak gamesmanship that doesn't really matter and won't amount to anything. I would be very surprised if it's not Will Levis and maybe they have special like 
packages for Malik Willis, kind of like the the wildcat formation for Derrick Henry. Maybe they just do stuff like that, but I don't think there's going to be like very like preseason action kind of stuff. I'm going uh, into the the Will Levis experience with little to no expectation. Is that the right way to go into? I'm it? going I, into it with more expectations I so. than I have for Malik Willis. Well, it's, yes, 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 yeah. No, sorry, sorry. I yes, I want look. I want Will Levis because we know what we got with Malik. Why I want to see what we have with Will Levis, but I'm also I just want going something in to surprise me. I, I I'm down. I'm going in with the mindset of like it's probably going to disappoint us, and uh, nothing is good. The world is bad. Yeah. The, yeah. the Titans are going to make the wrong decision no matter what it is. And exactly. that way, if that way, if something does surprising happen, like you said, then yeah. I will be pleasantly surprised. But if it doesn't, then I can't be let down. Right. If I just set the bar low down here, then it's easy to jump over. Wins and losses do not matter anymore for the Tennessee Titans, no matter how much they want to bang their chest that they're trying to win games. It does not matter. The only thing that matters is that you as an analyst or you as a fan, you as a team, does not matter what your level of affiliation with the Tennessee Titans is. At the end of the season, you want more answers than you want than you got questions. You want to know that, hey, we know that Will Levis is the guy or we don't know Will Levis is the guy. We can make our arrangements. But either way, whether they're bad answers or good answers, you want more answers to questions. Wins and losses don't matter. Once you realize that, you are free from the shackles of Tennessee Titans Sundays. You could just enjoy either a really bad football game or maybe the other team's really great offense against your really bad defense. You know, just whatever. You just get to go in and watch another football game. I'm hoping we don't find out why 31 other teams passed on him at least once yes. uh, in well, the draft. That's what I'm hoping we don't learn. That's a, that's a, that's another thing is this is your last chance possibly to showcase Malik Willis before the trade deadline. Do the Titans take advantage of that opportunity? Because I mean, his value can't drop any lower than it already has 66 passes in his career. No touchdown passes, three picks. It's been a struggle for him. If Mike Vrabel is being truthful and saying that, they are still trying to win football games. Wouldn't you agree that putting Malik Willis behind center is kind of going against what he's saying? Yeah, for for sure. I mean, they they even tried to get Josh Dobbs to come in and try to win them fo- two football games. I mean, <laughs> they they tried almost everything. Worked. Yeah, almost worked. worked. Listen, they tried everything to win football games last year without Malik Willis, and then went and drafted another quarterback. And these people who are like, well, they said really nice things about him in the media. They're, they're just being nice. They're not going to badmouth the player or, or whatever. They're they're hoping that he's going to turn these things, but they don't have any expectations. And I think everybody knows Malik Willis just like, he just doesn't get rid of the ball. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like if he would just get out of his own head, he would be a, a different quarterback. We'd be having different discussions, but he just cannot get out of his own head. You saw Tyson yeah. Badgett versus Justin Fields. Tyson Patchett gets out of his own head and just slings the ball and just plays like he's fucking, you know, the luckiest guy in the world in backyard football, flag football, just slinging it. Nothing to and lose. Justin Fields holds yeah. on to it. We we always say he's got Liberty-itis and there is no vaccine yeah. or cure for it uh, because the things he could do at Liberty, he's he's it's well, you would think he's fault. Just remember yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, most things are, honestly. <laughs> All roads Zach, lead back to Hugh, yeah. Zach, how can people uh, get stacking the inbox? 
Uh, stackinginbox.com is where you can go. Uh, football and other F words is typically every Wednesday at some point during the day, whenever we can fit in our schedule. And then uh, a football show Mondays and Thursdays, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, God's time. Thank you for joining us and making us. Uh, well, actually, I don't know if I'm less depressed than I was when you first started, but uh, thank you. We tried. <laughs> You're welcome. There are no flags on the field. It's a miracle. Tennessee has pulled a miracle. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code A to Z sports and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. So a little different format this week where we just went, got right into it with uh, our guy, Zach Lyons, F-Words Pod. Uh, don't subscribe to that podcast. Um, you can subscribe <laughs> to Stacking the Inbox for sure, but that podcast, that's, you know, you don't need to. That's, you know, you're, you're pretty much covered all things Titans with the Titan Up podcast. Look, not our words, just the words of the voters for Nashville's best sports podcast via the You don't want any of those runoff Titans takes. Look, yeah, exactly. Right. You're like, just, and, and straight from the source over here. Uh, look, don't let it go understated. My man, takes off for a bye week jack when was the last time we took off oh sorry well yeah and i mean i mean the collective <laughs> we i was gonna say yeah because let's let's be honest i've had my fair share breaks here and there uh I, and but, I mean, it's, it's been over a year probably and maybe even two years yeah with that said i may or may not i don't know it, next week is up in question we all have a newborn here so uh if, if i can get away for an hour um Maybe, but it's it's TBD right now for next week as as to yours truly. I'm like Ryan Tannehill with a bum ankle. We just don't know if I can go or not. All right. We're just going to. Are you going to name your child after Ryan Tannehill? I mean, I feel like that that's not out of the question for you. It, all right. Let me answer your question with another question. Would then you would you then want to push my daughter in front of a moving train? <laughs> oh, my God. What? Your words, not mine, Jack. Ryan People... has kind of become a gender neutral name, you know? I mean, it's something to kick around. Not the you baby. Sound, you sound like my wife. My wife is big on the uh, female names or the male names for females. And I'm not, I'm not about that life. It's a, it's a trend now. Unless her name is Derek Henry, then I will entertain that for sure. Mm -hmm. um, which my, my wife did put me in, in charge of the Halloween costumes again this year. And... Um, last year, my daughter went as Derrick Henry. It was awesome. She had a little Derrick Henry onesie and we did the tape under the eye for the eye black, the cross. We did like little, oh, little eye yeah. black tape and then, uh, gave her a red skull cap and some red, uh, booties just, uh, to mimic Derrick Henry's red cleats. I looked for like a, uh, a dreads wig. Apparently they don't make them for kids that small. <laughs> um, but I, she was great this year. Not Kevin daughter, Byard, I hope. No, 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 no. Unfortunately, um, this year my daughter is um, 
my daughter loves football, by the way. She's always pointing to the TV, football, football. And she's got her own little plush football, uh, which was also part of the Derrick Henry costume. And she she loves carrying around Dada's football. And so this year, she's going to be a referee. And the newborn, the infant, it'll be she'll be days old. Uh, will be a football. We have a little football onesie for <laughs> for her well, to wear. So, uh, hey, if if she wants to start doing games, there's no way she's any worse than Jerome Boger. Oh, you mean calling games? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I, I uh, or how about that guy in Philadelphia over the weekend? Uh, the the guy who now everyone's out to get because he grew up miles away from Philadelphia and his ACC crew was uh banned from doing the ACC championship game because of um uh the because of previous refereeing jobs like they they were not uh in unethical refereeing was the actual verbiage used there why they couldn't do the AC game ACC championship game the backstory of like referees just in general is pretty crazy I will recommend another podcast for the first and only time ever um whistleblower podcast it's like i think it's nba's you know you remember tim donaghy got wrapped up in the nba's oh, yeah. scandal so yeah. like a bunch of these nba refs they're all from the same part of town in like new hampshire and they all train to be refs and so you just wonder how much influence they have over some of these games and if there is you know betting interests that they adhere to or cater to um and knowing- i'm sure it carries over across all sports right look knowing that about the referee from sunday night in the eagles dolphins game and then seeing how few of penalties the Eagles had. And in fact, I don't even think they were they penalized once. They might have no Alabama wasn't. They might have had like one or two or something, but it was it was very heavily weighted that the Dolphins were highly favored. And there were a lot of calls missed on Sunday night. Very weird stuff. Anyway, yes, I think my daughter could do better than most um NFL officials. Look, she loves watching football. Look. Is is that a bad thing? Am I a bad parent for getting my daughter into football this early? Based on where my Titans fandom is going, yes, that is that would be considered child abuse. Maybe I should encourage her to become an Eagles fan because that's where all the good Titans go to die. Um, we need a good guy in stripes back there, or a good girl that can kind of you know sway things the Titans way because they can't do it themselves lately. I I like that. Uh, all right, Jack. Let's we need to Got get out of here, but bef- before we do. Um, we did have uh, we we asked our our Titans uh, we we asked our toppers to hit us with what you think Mike Keith said at the end of uh, the show last week at the end of the interview where he started to reference Jack say something nice about Jack or say anything about Jack we don't know what he was going to say because it got cut off because of our Zoom timer <laughs> we are cheap. So what do <laughs> what do we think that he said? We asked you. We said, "Hey, put it down. Uh, tweet it at us with what you think he said." And um, uh, we did have one one uh, tweet. Kim and Rashad uh, Ash. I, I hope I'm saying this Twitter name right. Asha Dimberly. Um, that doesn't seem right. Ashad Imberly. Okay, it's something like that. Uh, <laughs> Kim and Rashad on Twitter said Mike Keith was going to say to Jack Gentry, keep my quarterback's name out of your bleeping mouth. 
That would be good. Although, you know, I, I have supported Ryan Tannehill in the weeks past. You know, I've stood by him even when it's tough. Times has been Yeah, tough. you've stood by him because you have to stand by him to push him in front of a train. We also got another tweet from Jordan Lowry who said that he thinks that Mike Keith told me to keep my mustache shaved because all the daycares have let kids back in. And <laughs> Jordan Lowry wants to know if I shaved uh, my mustache after a Titans win. I did. I, I did. did you? Yeah, and I will not be making that mistake again this season. The mustache is back in full force, even though my full force is like half of the force for most people, especially Austin. Um. So wait, the, yeah, what, what, it, it, we're gonna let it ride. The the mustache, it, it's Titans related. That's what is that? What it you're is and me? it isn't. You know, uh, if the Titans are playing good football, I kind of like to keep things the same in my life. So, uh, but that hasn't really been the case. So we've been trying all sorts of different facial hair. The beard never works. You know, I'm 27. Haven't had one good beard yet. Um, there were a We're few people that, that uh, took exception to our uh, tanking is for losers take last week. Um, tanking is for what? the Titans, apparently, now. Well, I I don't know if it's necessarily tanking. Uh, I don't know if trading Kevin Byard is tanking. Not by itself. But if there are corresponding moves and, you know, there's if now. Flurry. Yeah. Yes. Right. If 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 that is just the first drop in the uh, the tip of the iceberg, as they say. Yeah. If, they, if that's the first crack in the uh, dam. What is that? The, the TWA or, or TVA TVA T-O-B-T-V-A. dam. What is that? What is that dam? Uh, Percy Priest. You know what? I did not come prepared with damn names today. Wait, do you know the dam I'm talking about, though, in Nashville? Yes, of course. It's Percy Priest, isn't it? I believe it's so. The, it's the largest TVA dam, I think, in the entire Southeast. Hey, we've got okay. that going for us. Jeez. I feel like I I'm mean, that's me. crazy. You're just rattling this off damn facts. This isn't even a, a movie reference. This Jeez, is I wish worse. I worse. It's a damn facts. I wish I had a damn co host, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Got to save it for another damn podcast. All right, uh, we're gonna get the we're gonna get out of here. <laughs> you know, my, w- growing up, my dad and I used to always make those jokes. Be like, "Hey, we're driving on." You know, if we were driving over that dam, we'd be like, "Hey, we're driving on the damn road." And then he and then you know, and he would make all these sorts of jokes of you know, basically. And it, I was young enough to where like I wasn't allowed to be cussing. And so it was very funny for me because it's like, oh, my dad's cussing, but he's really not because he's referring to the dam. But then he would say stuff like, look at that damn tree over there. <laughs> and, I, and I'd look at my dad. I'd be like, dad, that tree has nothing to do with the dam. You're literally just cussing now. He goes, oh, crap. <laughs> he goes, oh, damn. <laughs> definitely, uh, you're definitely going to be the dad who drives over the little ridges on the side of the highway the interstate and just act like it's one of those fart jokes you know oh my gosh that's such a great move it's that's a a classic that's an oldie and a goodie my wife hates that one because she thinks i'm veering off the road but i'm you know most of the time i'm just doing it intentionally because it makes a funny noise uh all right we are going to get out of here uh Thank you so much to Zach Lyons for joining us. We appreciate him. Uh, check out Stacking the Inbox, but that's the only thing you should check out from him. Do not check out F-Words Pod. Um, and uh, again, hit us up at Tighten Up Pod on Twitter, at Tighten Up Podcast on Instagram. We appreciate all of you guys. Seriously, you are the best uh, listenership in podcasting. And um, Jack, 
You can follow him at Jack A. Gentry on Twitter. You can follow myself on Twitter at Austin Huff. And, of course, A to Z Sports on all of the socials. Jack, you got anything for the road? I, I wish it was like a more upbeat. I wish it was more exciting Oilers week. And yeah. while I, I did not want to be down about two and four, um, because, look, last time the Titans were two and four, wins the AFC Championship. Uh, and uh, also the Jaguars last year started two and six, much worse than the Titans. So it's like the season is very long. And while I don't want to punt on it after just six games, which is only a third of the season, it doesn't feel great right now, especially with them trading Byard. It, it's just a yeah. weird, it's a weird feeling that I feel as a Titans fan. And I, I really wanted like to see KB in the Oilers fit too, you know, same, same. Yeah, it's man. alumni weekend though. There's going to be a lot of greats back in town for this. Um, it would be a nice time for the Titans to wake up this season. Um, you, you know, it, it's hard to come out flat against a rival like they did against Baltimore, but it's even tougher to come out flat when you have all these legends of the franchise in the house. So I have yeah. high hopes. I think the Titans are going to respond after the extra rest. Um, the trade stuff is going to be hard to kind of black out and put in the back of your mind, but I've got hopes. I know Desmond Ritter isn't a world beater, so it'd be nice to pull yeah. one over Arthur Smith, old friend Arthur. If you can just get moderate to uh, to good quarterback play, look, you're playing a Falcons team is also struggling at quarterback. Um, 17 points probably wins on Sunday. And then after that, you have a short week against the Steelers that have 17 struggled. points could also win that game, <laughs> especially struggling at home for that Steelers team. And, uh, and then, and then the box uh, that'll be tough in Jaguars, but like, look there, there's the very real possibility. You could be four and four. Am I crazy? Yeah. I think, well, I think, yeah, I'm crazy. Maybe I think I'm crazy. Any, I think anything is possible at this point for the Titans. I will say this. I did ask my cousin, uh, A.D. Huff, uh, former uh, Quark Bats guy. I asked him for his uh, honest assessment of Terrell Edmonds, former Steeler. And I said, Terrell Edmonds, honest thoughts. And he said, just three words, not his brother. <laughs> and then, and then, <laughs> then, about, then about an hour later, he texted me back and said, but seriously, though, terrible in pass coverage. All right. Awesome. That's not well, great. the good news for Terrell Edmonds, though, he gets to go from wearing those Kelly green uniforms one week to wearing the love you blue Oilers uniforms the very next week. So look, at least he's looking good. Yeah, he, he took the wrong way home in that Titans in Philadelphia pipeline. Yeah, but the right the way road, home, the road, the road less traveled, the, but the right <laughs> way home in terms of fashion. Hmm? True. How about that? I mean, look, dude's going to be looking good for two straight weeks. That's look good, for play sure. Good. Look good, feel good, play good. Let's hope he does. All right, Jack, let's get out of here. We appreciate all of you guys. Subscribe, rate, review. We appreciate it. Remember, leave four and a half stars for us, uh, the Tighten Up Idiots, and point five stars for Buck. Okay. With all of that said, until next week. Do we say Euler up? I think no. No, we keep no. it. We keep, keep it class. Yeah. Until next week. Tighten up. Tighten up. They're the Tennessee Titans, they're the Tennessee Titans, they'll keep on fighting all the way.